You know what, guys? I am pumped because you know why? You know why I'm pumped? Because Sunday Sports Talk starts right now. I don't understand why you would want to miss such epic and incredible radio while you're driving around Hampton Road. Is Tom Brady truly the GOAT? Is LeBron James overrated? This is going to be radio you do not want to miss. It's Sunday Sports Talk on ESPN Radio 94.1. The NFL 100 list is a joke. An absolute joke. Buffalo proves again that it is nothing but a city of losers. Is Derrick Henry from Tennessee? Because he's the only 10 I see. All that and more on Sunday Sports Talk. With Alex Brooks, my good friend and a talented producer, I'm Brian Benish. New year, new me. No time to waste with jokes here. We've got a jam-packed show full of sports today. We break down every angle of both NFL playoff games throughout the program. We've got our year in review, honoring the best in sports from the year 2019. Plus, ODU's own Taylor Heineke joins the show at 9 a.m. He'll talk about his upcoming season with St. Louis in the XFL. But first, of course, Sunday uh, Sunday Sports Talk. We need to take 30 seconds to hear a word from one of our many, many, many sponsors. What's going on, guys? Alex Brooks, a.k.a. Little Blue Radio here, award-winning host and on-air personality. Make sure you catch me on ESPN Radio 94.1 every Sunday from 8 to 10 a.m. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now back to Sunday Smack Talk featuring me, Alex Brooks, and Brian Vinish. Great show. Thanks again to our friends over at Sunday Smack Talk. Again, you can catch them 8 to 10 on Sunday mornings, ESPN Radio 94.1. Welcome into Sunday Sports Talk. New year, new me. Of course, before we get going, I'd like to give a shout out to one of my friends, a guy who's been working his tail off over at the Eagle, my good friend, Robbie Vogler. Robbie, thanks again for bringing in breakfast this morning. We start with the biggest story of the day. Last night, a dynasty was derailed. The Tennessee Titans took down the mighty, don't mighty. Don't forget, you cannot sponsor this segment. Just don't call. 757-687-9494. And when you don't call, tell them social media strategist Alex Brooks sent you. That Please is, don't call. That is correct. We are uh, all full of sponsorships. As I said, last night, a dynasty was derailed. The Tennessee Titans took down the mighty, mighty New England Patriots 20-13 to in the wild card game. And the Twitter world had a field day. Everyone is dancing on the Patriots' grave. Nothing makes NFL fans happier than when the Pats lose, especially in the playoffs. People are laughing at New England. People are happy that this team is gone. Their quest for a fourth Super Bowl in a row is over. And the NFL world couldn't be more excited about that. And you know what I think? I think you're all just jealous. Jealous of my New England Patriots. You all know I'm from Boston, the friendliest city in America, the windy city of brotherly love, and I love this team. In case you didn't know, folks... Tom Brady was a six-round pick, a true underdog story. He's the most lovable quarterback in NFL history. Bill Belichick is the best coach of all time. Mike Vrabel only won that game because he's a former Patriot. He's part of the Patriot way. My team has never cheated. Julian Edelman has never used PEDs. The Pats had the greatest run in professional sports history. And guess what? It just started. We're only halfway through Tom Brady's career. And oh, by the way, your team sucks. Go Patriots. Let's talk about this game, Alex. Did we know the end was coming after that loss to the Dolphins? Were you surprised to see Tennessee win that game? I was surprised because you look at the Patriots and their dynasty. They're the the greatest sports dynasty to ever live. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. uh, Don't give me the Bulls. 
don't give me the Warriors that were. It's without a doubt sustained greatness over an extended period of time. Correct. It's the Patriots. I was ex- I was very surprised to see them fall. New England usually ends up slipping up once to to their in uh, in conference rival with the Dolphins. So I was not. Is surprised to see him lose there, but to lose in the playoffs at home. This this is uncharted territory, and I'm not sure how to take this. I'm I'm still trying to process what I saw last night. I, I it's unbelievable. I cannot process it, but I do think that this was the exact type of team that could beat the New England Patriots. The Patriots have the best pass defense in the NFL. We weren't afraid of Ryan Tannehill, but they have Derrick Henry. Henry ran all over them. They couldn't stop him. Unfortunately, I was not surprised especially the way the end of the season came for the New England Patriots. Let's talk about the future of our Patriots, Alex. Tom Brady, next season, you are a betting man. You hit close to 60% of the time, which is very impressive. Where is he next season? Is he back with the Patriots? Is he retired? Or is he on another team? What would you put your money on? Hypothetically, of course. Of course. Hypothetically, I would put my money on the New England Patriots. He knows this system. Mm -hmm. Josh McDaniels is, is always a hot coaching commodity, but I think he stays there. Him and Bill Belichick with Tom Brady... They're going to say run it back because this team with this quarterback, they'll get better. Nikhil Harry, a great receiver as a rookie, just wasn't able to put it together. But next year, a whole nother offseason, and they're going to have a better draft pick than they normally do going out of the out of the playoffs this early. I think they're going to draft move another by us. exactly. They're going to draft another good wide receiver to help out Tom Brady. Maybe an offensive lineman as well. They could use some help on that front. Sure. I think they're going to be back here again next year and they're going to make it further because they are going to put pieces around Tom Brady to make him even younger than he already is. I agree. And he said after the game that retirement is pretty unlikely. And I agree with Alex. I say he's back with the Pats. Tom Brady is. I can't see the GOAT really leaving the game or this team after a wild card loss at home to the Tennessee Titans, like you said, uncharted territory. I think he gives it one more shot. I think, like you said, the Pats have to get a few more weapons for him. The running game needs to improve. Sony Michelle, what happened? What happened to you, Sony Michelle? They need at least maybe two more viable threats at the wideout position. They need a tight end. The loss of Rob Gronkowski, a guy I never went to high school with, that loss really hurt them this season. On the other side, Alex, Titans versus Ravens. That's all set for next week in Baltimore. Can you see Tennessee pulling off a second upset? Is that possible? It is possible. It's going to be tough. You're looking at a quarterback who is is probably going to win the MVP. If I had a vote in the MVP category, which if you want to give me one NFL, I'd be very grateful for that. I would vote for Lamar Jackson. He's just been absolutely amazing this season. So I think that it's going to be it's a tough. a little controversial. Going to be tough, but I do see Tennessee having pieces to slow him down. And they're able to run with Derrick Henry. If they're able to run on that team, they can control the tr- clock, not the Ravens. If the Titans can control the clock... Throughout that game, we're going to be looking at the Titans in the AFC Championship. I think it's a possibility, folks. Honestly, it's a 50-50 chance that Baltimore wins. It's a 50-50 chance that Tennessee wins. Thanks again for listening to Sunday Sports Talk with Alex Brooks. I'm Brian Benish. New year, new me. Our collective tattoo hotline is 757-687-9494. Who's your NFL Defensive Player of the Year? Is it Stefan Gilmore, Stefan Gilmore, or Stefan Gilmore? You can hit us up at 757-687-9494. And speaking of Tom Brady, the greatest NFL quarterback of all time, that got me thinking about the pathetic NFL 100 list that came out. One of the 10 quarterbacks included on that list was Sammy Baugh. Now, I'm 30 years old, something I'm very comfortable with. I've accomplished a lot for my age. I never saw Baugh play, but I can tell you one thing. 
I can tell you that Sammy Boss sucked. His nickname was Sammy Boffle. Now, Ball played a long time with the Washington Redskins, and then he took up acting in the 1940s. Brooks, you know what role he never played? Decent NFL quarterback. I agree with that statement. And we've made our own list just for the 2000s because this list, this NFL 100 list, needs to be split into eras, obviously. And honestly, there's a lot of controversy on my list. I'm going to give you three quarterbacks, the 2000s, on my NFL 100 list on Sunday Sports Talk. Here are my quarterbacks. Tom Brady, of course. Peyton Manning. And my third quarterback. This was a gutsy pick by me. I'm going to get a lot of hate mail. My third quarterback is Phil Drew Rogers. I've split up Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Phillip Rivers into one quarterback. Phil Drew Rogers is my third quarterback. Who are your three quarterbacks for the 2000s, Alex? Uh, so, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I left Phil Drew Rogers off the list. I just couldn't do it. I, Outrageous. He, I, I understand. I understand. I'm probably going to get a hot Turn your microphone off. That. Okay. Turn it back on. All right. So, of course, number one, Tom Brady. He should be number one of any list that's ever made about quarterbacks. About he's he's also my number one running back. Honestly, he should be number one at every position, uh, without a doubt. The greatest just football player of all time. Have you seen him tackle? Form tackling. Have you seen him block? He is a lead blocker when needed. He does it all. Number one, Tom Brady. Number two, you have to go with Peyton Manning. What he did with the Indianapolis Colts in the 2000s, that was phenomenal. And then, don't forget, his run with the Broncos. He won a Super Bowl if you forgot. I'm going to remind you. And number three, You've got to go with the most accurate quarterback in NFL history, Drew Josh Brees. Allen. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Okay, I like So that's my three. I like that. Very controversial. Tom Brady, clear number one, though. I'm going to give you my running backs, and I said Tom Brady's my number one running back. Here are my other three. LaDainian Tomlinson. Oh. What's this? What is this, Alex? First off, guys, love the show. Just Robbie. Just a huge shout-out to somebody that's been... A huge, I, I missed it last month and I feel so bad, but just want to give a huge shout out to someone that's been a big inspiration in my life and to my career. Brian Benish, happy birthday to you. Belated birthday, I know I missed it last month, but I, I apologize. But you know what? Okay. Happy birthday to you. That was very thoughtful. That was very thoughtful of Robbie. Thank you. I did have a birthday. It was, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. I really appreciate that. Do you want to go back to our NFL 100 list, Alex? I would like nothing more than that. My three running backs from the 2000s split up by eras. Again, you're listening to Sunday Sports Talk. Brian Benish, Alex Brooks, New Year, New Us. Running backs, LaDainian Tomlinson, Adrian Peterson, Marshall Falk. Little controversial. There's my top three. Who are your top three running backs for the 2000s? Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a woge bow. Okay, hopefully this is some breaking news. Uh, yes, I'm not sure if you are aware or not, but... Uh... Some sad news around the NFL. Uh, Woj tweeted out that, I'm not sure if you heard, David Stern has passed away. Yes, that was, that was sad to hear. I think that was on um, Wednesday. Thank you for, for piping in. I, for the people that missed it, uh, yes, I believe it was on Wednesday. David Stern passed away, I believe, at age 77. Thank you for passing that along. Here are my three receivers for my NFL 100 list of the 2000s. Randy Moss, Terrell Owens. I think those are two givens. But my third... And tell me if I'm wrong. I think my third is not Marvin Harrison. I think my third is Antonio Brown. When you look at absolute talent and impact they had in the 2000s, 
I think my three receivers on my NFL 100 list are Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, and Antonio Brown. I see you, Antonio Brown, but I, I, I think you're wrong there. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you. Number one, I think it is Randy Moss. He was a Patriot at one point. That means he was probably one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. He was time. a Patriot for his whole career. Number two, Julian Edelman. We talked about it. Never taken PEDs without a doubt. I mean, he's got more Super Bowl wins than Josh Allen has playoff wins. Hall of Famer. Without a doubt, first ballot Hall of Famer. Number three, I'm going Terrell Owens. I have number three because I didn't like his off-the-field antics. I think it was absolutely ridiculous. I think it was uh, he needed to grow up off the field. He really needed to. But his on-the-field production made up for it some. He needed. I'm glad he got clocked when he ran to the middle of the Dallas Star. Yes, that is. You can't do that in an NFL game. You need to respect the game. It's a privilege that you are playing this game. A privilege, not a right. When I wake up every morning, I watch that video. It gets me pumped up for the day because that is Dallas Cowboy football. Here are my three tight ends for my NFL 100 list. Of course, Rob Gronkowski. Wish I could have gone to high school with that guy. He seems like a pretty cool dude. Tony Gonzalez. And my third tight end from the 2000s in my NFL 100 list, Antonio Gates. I've got three Gs. Gronk, Gonzalez, and Gates. Who do you have, Alex? Oh, this one's pretty easy for me. Number one, Rob Gronkowski. He just did it all. I I didn't like the fact that people call him a a polar bear out there. No, he's an NFL. He's an intelligent human being. Straight A's in high school. How do you know that? I'm just taking a guess. I could tell. He has great genes. Uh, his father owns a fitness chain in the Buffalo area. Never been there. Stupid city. Continue. Number two. You gotta city go, of losers. You got to go Benjamin Watson. What he did for this team. Phenomenal. Did he win a Super Bowl? He might have. Number three, though. You got to go with the probably the greatest tight end ever play. Matt Lacoste. Aaron Hernandez. Those are our NFL 100 lists. Quickly before we go, Alex, we have to get ready for the playoff games today in the NFL. And we do that by using one of our best segments called Sound Off. Quickly, here's Drew Brees on the Minnesota Vikings defense. I mean, that's been the strength of, of this defense for a long time. I mean, it's um, those guys' ability to, to get after the passer, you know, they're one of the league leaders in sacks, and then that directly relates to, you know, their ability to take the ball away. You know, they got a ball-hawking secondary. they got linebackers that are great at getting the ball out and, and just being around the ball. And so um, it's a very aggressive defense um, from that standpoint, and uh, that's something they thrive on. So it's something we have to make sure that we pay close attention to. The late game in the NFC today, this is Sound Off on Sunday Sports Talk. Here's Pete Carroll talking about today's matchup. I thought that the the wind in that stadium had an effect on both teams. And both teams' passing game, uh, and it's it's going to be almost exactly the same, it sounds. You know, it's going to be about 50-mile-an-hour winds and low 40s or high 30s or whatever. Um, very similar to that same setting that we, that we played in. And we'll be better because of it. You know, the, we saw the ball that they threw a couple times, you know, got moved, and uh, it happened to, to Russ and to the receivers a couple times. We need to be better at, at handling that. And uh, it's, it's an unusual uh, condition in that stadium because the wind isn't that strong, but yet it has a big effect because of the way it, it, it swirls in and out. So we got to do a nice job with that. So that was Pete Carroll, head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. And this is Sunday Sports Check Talk. Check out the Sunday Smack Talk podcast right now. Unlike the RZA report, we have callers. Steve in Virginia Beach. Steve, are you listening? Yes, sir. 
Sunday Smack Talk is, of course, a proud sponsor of Sunday Sports Talk. Thanks again for one of our many, many sponsors, Sunday Smack Talk. You can hear those guys, Brian and Alex, 8 to 10 on ESPN Radio 94.1 every Sunday. Meanwhile, this is Sunday Sports Talk, the top-rated show on Sundays here on ESPN Radio 94.1. Before we step away, I know everyone's fantasy leagues are done with, but I wanted to give out an MVP award for PPR leagues. Of course, that stands for points per reception. My MVP award goes to a guy on the Buccaneers. I think we all know who I'm talking about. Chris Godwin, 86 receptions, more than 1,300 yards, 9 TDs, and he was a mid-round pick everywhere. Talk about value. What a season by Chris Godwin. Brian Benish and Alex Brooks, when we come back, we, of course, talk ODU football as part of our new segment called Local. You know what, guys? I am pumped because you know why? You know why I'm pumped? Because Sunday Sports Talk starts right now. I don't understand why you would want to miss such epic and incredible radio while you're driving around Hampton Road. Is Tom Brady truly the GOAT? Is LeBron James overrated? This is going to be radio you do not want to miss. It's Sunday Sports Talk on ESPN Radio 94.1. Sunday Sports Talk on ESPN Radio 94.1. Alex Brooks and Brian Benish, New Year, New Us. Of course, we've got to get into one of our favorite segments of the day. It's a segment called Local, where we hit some local stories. And, of course, we're going to play some Pharrell here. This is one of his uh, newest songs called Fronting. This is the 757, a place I'm honored to call home. So, of course, new segment, Local. Like I said, wanted to talk about something that was announced while we were on break. ODU football, rightly, heard the fans. The program has announced a lowering of season ticket prices for the upcoming season. This is the right move by our local football team. After stadium renovations, followed by a very, very disappointing season, this is the way to reconnect with a fan base, a great fan base. Harry Minium of ODU Sports writes that all season ticket prices will be reduced, and the sideline bench back seat prices will be rolled back from $200 to $150. And for those of you counting at home, that is a discount of $50 a piece. Or one-fourth, if you like fractions. One-fourth. Bravo, or 25%. Monarchs. If you like percentages. That is correct. Bravo Monarchs. As an alum of the school, I couldn't be happier with a move. I'm very proud to call ODU my team and our local team. Expect to see both of us at a lot of games this season. Every game. I have a press pass. But you know what? I don't use my press pass because I want my money to go back to ODU. I pay for season tickets. That concludes another edition of our show staple, Local. Go ahead and roll down that for real. Welcome back to Sunday Sports Talk. I'm Brian Benish, new year, new me. My good friend Alex Brooks is here with me. I was absolutely honored to be invited to his wedding back in October. The wife and I had a great time, Alex. Thanks again for the invite, and congratulations to you and your wife once again. The text line is 757-687-9494, 757-687-9494. You can reach the show right there. We're joined by Ian Rappaport, Diana Rossini, and Chris Collinsworth in about 10 minutes, so you have to stick around for that. Let's talk about one of the NFL playoff games set for kickoff today. Vikings and Saints. You'll recall the Minneapolis miracle two years ago, the last time that these two teams met in the playoffs. Of course, Stefan Diggs makes the big play there. He always makes the big plays in the playoffs when there's nobody that owns him in fantasy football. Of course, Brooks and I co-owned a team with Diggs on it, but obviously no one cares about our personal fantasy team, so I won't waste time on that. Can we see a repeat today? How can Minnesota pull off the upset, Alex. Walk me through a few scenarios where the Vikings come out victorious. 
it's going to be tough. They're going to have to play uh, almost near-perfect football to beat a New Orleans team that I think is is one of the better teams in the NFL. But the way they can do it is control the clock. It's just like Tennessee upsetting uh, Baltimore. They need to control the clock. Dalvin Cook has been an elite-level running back this year. I think if Dalvin Cook can stay upright and can get his legs churning early, it's going to be hard to tackle this man when it comes to the fourth quarter. You're going to be tired of being hit in the face. I think that you need to take a play right out of the Titans playbook against New England. Unfortunately, New England lost. We went over that last segment. But I think that you need to take a page from it. Only 16 pass attempts. Kirk Cousins is not the guy to win you this game. Dalvin Cook is the win you this game. I understand that you have Thielen out there and Diggs. I think that's when you hit him over the top with a little play action. But I don't think that you can rely on the passing attack. And then you're going to have to be able to shut down Drew Brees. I mean, Drew Brees is, is very accurate, especially to Michael Thomas. You're going to have to end that connection somehow. I love Adam Thielen. He reminds me of another great white wide receiver out in Buffalo, Joshua Allen. We spoke about Kirk Cousins. Uh, what does he have to do to validate that massive contract? Is a win good enough? Does he need one playoff win? Does he need two playoff wins, three playoff wins, or is it four playoff wins? Or is it simply Super Bowl or bust? Is it Super Bowl or bust for Kirk Cousins in Minnesota? And I think it is. And frankly, that's not fair. This is a guy who comes in with one playoff game and zero playoff wins under his belt. Folks, ad space is full. You already missed out. This is your chance to become a show sponsor. 757-687-9494. Please remember, we are all full with sponsors. We cannot take your calls or emails or texts right now on Sunday Sports Talk ESPN Radio 94.1. I mentioned Kirk Cousins, zero playoff wins, which is hilarious. I mean, he's got as many playoff wins as Carson Wentz. and He's got one less than Tim Tebow. They gave him a contract to be a Super Bowl winner in Minnesota, but no one in their right mind would say Kirk Cousins is expected to be a Super Bowl quarterback. Would you agree with that? It would be very difficult to see that in this season, or any season for that matter. On the other side, Drew Brees, only one ring. That's not enough. That's not enough to be considered one of my top three quarterbacks of all time. Hell, he might not even crack my top four. Speaking of Brees, that brings us, Brooks, to a show staple. One of our favorite games, a game that we play every single week. It's called Football for Geniuses. Please hit me with that music, Alex. I've got a few trivia questions for you related to Drew Brees. Let's talk about quarterbacks with more rings than Drew Brees. This quarterback has two Lombardi trophies. He joins Jim Kelly and Tom Brady as the only quarterbacks to have appeared in at least three Super Bowls in a row. Can you name that quarterback? In a row? I I cannot, no. That, of course, is Bob Greasy. Oh, the great Miami Dolphins. The great Bob Greasy. Somebody told me that was our local team. I heard that a couple of weeks ago. That's a joke. Here's another question for you, Alex. Bart Starr, Terry Bradshaw, Tom Brady, and Joe Montana have multiple Super Bowl MVPs. There is one more quarterback with multiple MVPs in Super Bowl history. Can you name that quarterback? No, I cannot. I think you can. It's it's current. Is it Ben Roethlisberger? It's not. I don't know. It's Eli Manning. Classic Eli. Eli Manning has two Super Bowl MVPs. Yes, I have uh, 
I've knocked those out of my memory. They defeated the Patriots on... Uh, that wasn't a catch. I just want to come out and say it. I want to be the first to say Which it. one? The Manning one, The Manningham catch was not a catch either. Yeah. He I didn't just, ha- show me the two feet that got down You can't. There is, there is no Catching the ball angle. with a helmet is illegal. We all know that. That, that, is, that is a hit secured. to the head. That that's is a hit to the, that is a defenseless receiver. That's that's not a secured catch. On that play, Rodney show me, Harrison show me is me a I defenseless control. receiver. Show me I control. You, you can't. can't do it because it's against a helmet. I, yeah, it's illegal. And so you know I, what? A I, reckless I, pass I, like I that, that out of from Eli Manning, that causes CTE. Wanted to quickly talk about the Pro Bowl voting process, which is an absolute sham on Sunday Sports Talk, ESPN Radio 94.1. I think it's absolutely disgusting and disgraceful that every player on every team was not voted to the Pro Bowl. Gross. As you all know, Brooks is a Steelers fan, but he's not a homer. He's not a Steelers fan, and he's not a homer. Excuse me. I'm not a Bills fan, and I'm not a homer. With that being said, here's my starting offense for the Pro Bowl if I had a vote. Quarterback, Josh Allen. Running back, Devin Singletary. Wide receivers, John Brown and Cole Beasley. Offensive line, Deion Dawkins, Quentin Spain, Mitch Morse, John Feliciano, and Cody Ford. And a tight end, Dawson Knox, of course. Brooks, how about you? What is your Pro Bowl starting offense? It was difficult, but I think you have to go with Delvin Hodges at the quarterback position. Duck Hodges, great nickname. Rookie of the year. Without a doubt. Running back, I'm going to go Benny Snell Jr. He did a lot for my fantasy team. You guys don't care about that, but it just shows you that this guy can play. For wide receivers, I'm going Juju Smith-Schuster. He was injured for a little bit of the season, and that hurt people's perceptions on how good of a season he actually had. I'm going James Washington at the other wide receiver position. Then my offensive line, I'm going Villanueva. I mean, just thank you for your service. That's all I have to say there. Ramon Foster, Marquise Pouncey, David DeCastro, and Mike Fire. Tight end, none other. I think I'm going to have to go Vance McDonald in that one. Good lineup. Good lineup. Uh, we didn't agree on any picks, but I believe all of those players deserve recognition. Let's do something very quickly that I've never seen done, uh, written, or talked about. I want to give a grade for all the coaching hirings and firings we've seen in this past week in the NFL. And I want to start with my highest grade. Ron Rivera. That gets an A. Ron Rivera in Washington, when I first saw the tweet about it on a website called Twitter, I didn't believe it because I thought Ron Rivera is too smart to take this job. He's too smart to work with Dan Snyder in this dysfunctional organization. I thought he was the best candidate out there. I love the hiring. Ron Rivera to Washington gets an A from me. Alex, Ron Rivera to Washington. What is your grade? I like your A. But I'm putting a minus behind it. I think A okay. minus. I just, Fair. as you mentioned, I thought he was too smart for this job, and then he came out, and it, it it was proven when Dan Snyder said, "Happy Thanksgiving." Thanksgiving had passed; it had been past Christmas. He should have said, "Happy New Year." I, the the organization Correct. made one good decision, but I can't give them a full A just because of the dysfunction I've seen with this team before. My next grade goes to the firing of Freddie Kitchens, which is a B minus. Honestly, that was an A plus. A week ago, and then John Dorsey got fired. Make up your mind, Browns. Was it on the coach? Was it on the GM? It wasn't on both. I can tell you that. So the firing of Freddie Kitchens gets a B minus. Freddie Kitchens, what grade are you giving? I'm giving Freddie Kitchens the firing a B. I think it was a good mm-hmm. move. They have a strong team with a lot of talent. I'm I'm not big on the Dorsey, and as you mentioned, that's why it's not an A plus. Would have been a home run firing, but instead they get a B from me. Maybe next time, figure out who the problem is and cut out the problem only. Don't cut out the whole thing. If you have cancer in your finger, they get rid of the finger, not the whole arm. That's a common saying. Jason Garrett, 
five days ago when I thought he was going to be fired, that was an A+. But the way the Cowboys handled it and dragged it out for another week dropped my grade all the way down to an A- minus for the firing of Jason Garrett. What is your grade, Alex? I'm still not sure if he's fired. I don't think they've come out and said it yet. So I don't have a grade. It's an I for incomplete. Yes. Because that's what this firing is. It's an incomplete because you haven't done it yet. You need to fire him and move on. But what have you done? You've sat there. You've sat there not made a decision. Cowboys, I should make a decision for you. That you aren't America's team anymore. Make a decision. Have a backbone, Jerry Jones. Huh? Can you have a backbone for once? Incomplete until you show me otherwise. You know who's America's team? They've been America's team since 2001. The New England Patriots. Let's go to our last grade. It's the lowest grade I have. Pat Shermer. The firing of Pat Shermer gets a D plus. Give the guy a freaking chance. What kind of a chance did he have with Daniel Jones, with Eli Manning? You trade away Odell Beckham Jr. The firing of Pat Shermer, for me, gets a D plus. What about you? D plus. That's high. I think this is a D, maybe even a D minus. The man was given Daniel Dimes. We gave him a fun nickname, and therefore you thought that he was just the savior. He was not. Did you watch him play this year? Did you watch him play at Duke? No, you did not. They took the wrong Duke player. Duke has football? Exactly. You're not sure if they do or not. The Duke player everybody was talking about was Zion, not Daniel Jones. You need to give this guy another opportunity. Even if you fire him midseason, maybe I'd give you a higher grade. But you firing him at the end of this season? Absolute joke. I wouldn't be surprised if when or if... Dallas gets rid of their head coach, they go after Pat Shermer because they can see actual talent. This is Sunday Sports Talk on ESPN Radio 94.1 with Alex Brooks. I'm Brian Benish. New year, new me. So we do this every week. A big show like Sunday Sports Talk has the luxury of getting some of the biggest names in the NFL. Right now, we go sideline to sideline to talk to three huge NFL analysts in a segment we call Around the NFL. Sunday Smack Talk gets all the big names because the NFL revolves around Virginia Beach. Live reports from Gridiron to Gridiron. It's time to go around the NFL on ESPN 94.1. All right, what is the first team up? The New Orleans Saints. Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network is up first. He's at the Vikings-Saints game today. Ian, how in the world can the Vikings shut down Michael Thomas? The Minnesota Vikings. Diana Russini of ESPN. She's on the Vikings sideline this afternoon. Diana, we've talked about this for the last five minutes. Would a win today validate that huge deal Minnesota gave Kirk Cousins last year? (laughs) The Seattle Seahawks. Chris Collinsworth, he and L. Michaels have the call for the Seahawks game today. Chris, slide on into Sunday Sports Talk. How can Seattle make another Super Bowl run here? Yes, yes. That concludes another great edition of Around the NFL on Sunday. Every week as we go gridiron to gridiron, sideline to sideline, bringing you live reports across the league before kickoff. This has been Around the NFL on Sunday uh, Smack Talk, ESPN Radio 94.1. Excuse me? The the phones weren't up? The phones weren't up. I didn't have... For Ian, Diana, and Chris. Yeah, for all, all, for all of yeah, So you didn't hear just, anything? No, it was just, it was just the, the um, music. You have their phone numbers. Quickly, yeah, call them back. On, play okay, play the on. open again okay, while you call yeah, them yeah, back. Yeah. Sunday the Smack again. Talk. It's all okay. the big names because the NFL revolves around <clears throat> Virginia <clears throat> Beach. 
Hurry Live up. reports from Please gridiron to gridiron. It's time to go around the oh, NFL on ESPN 94.1. Uh, Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network Your is up first. He's he's now. at the Vikings-Saints game. Ian, how in the world again. can the Vikings shut down Michael Thomas? Ian. Ian. Uh, Alex, do you have Diana? Diana. I'm working on it. Uh, okay. okay. Diana Rossini of ESPN. She's on the Vikings sideline this afternoon. Diana, would a win here today validate the huge... Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check let's, the number and dial again. Please, let's go to Chris. Chris Collinsworth, he and Al Michaels had the call for the Seahawks game. Chris, slide on into Sunday Sports Talk. How can Seattle make another Super Bowl run here? Chris, go ahead. You're on ESPN Radio 94.1 with Brian Benish and Alex Brooks. Chris, how can Seattle make another Super Bowl run? You don't have anybody. They didn't answer. Roll up the outro. Listen every week as we go gridiron to gridiron, sideline to sideline, bringing you live reports across the league before kickoff. Brooks, we, we've done this a half been hour of a real show. It is so Sunday hard. Smack I don't Talk, like it. ESPN I mean, Radio like it. 94.1. Do you know how much prep we did? We did a lot of prep. I don't want to do this anymore. We spent all of our prep. I don't like this new year, new me thing. Like if we, if we continued this, I'm not sure what we talked about exhausted. next segment. I'm exhausted. Like we, we I got up at everything. 1 a.m. I did seven hours of prep today. I didn't sleep last night. I worked till midnight. I got up at one. Do you want to just let's go back to Smack Talk? Let's do hockey for dummies. Yes, let's do it. All right. First question for Alex. Alex, who coached the Ottawa Senators to a championship in 1927? It's hockey night tonight. You don't know? It's obviously Dave. Oh, it's Dave Gill. You're so stupid. You do not know hockey. Man, I was you don't know hockey at all. All right, I got another one for you. This player holds the NHL record for penalty minutes in one season recorded in the 1974-75 season. Who is it? Dave Johnson. You had the name right. It was Dave Schultz. Oh, uh, half point for Alex. Yay. Half point for Alex. Let's go. How many penalty minutes did he have? Bonus question. 15,873. Lower. 10,297. Seven. Higher. Uh, 837. Lower. My God, you're stupid. You don't know hockey. Lower. 238. Higher. 500. We don't stop until you get the exact number. Lower. 400. Higher. 438. Higher. 457. Higher. 469. Higher. 472. Correct! 470. Hit me with a goal horn. 472 penalty minutes for Dave Schultz in the 74-75 season. That concludes another edition of Hockey for... We are back! Sunday Smack Talk is back! Oh, it feels good. God, Sports Talk was hard. That was awful. I mean, we were grading coaching hirings and fire. Who cares? Hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. All right, now that Sunday Smack Talk is back, as disappointing as this show was in 2019, I guarantee in 2020 we will be much, much worse. Coming up next, we do some dumb stuff per usual. Plus, please, please call in to sponsor this show. We need a sponsor. 757-687-9494. You've waited all week for this. I'm excited to be here. Told you earlier, I got butterflies. It's opening day. Oh. It's time for some Sunday smack talk. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb.
common. It doesn't make any sense. Well, we have voices. We talk about the issues. You know, I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better. Without a doubt. It's Brian Benish. Have fun with your important conversations and your big issues with your brains and your smart stuff, okay? We got hockey to learn. You couldn't spell hockey. ESPN Radio 94.1 is dialed in on a Sunday because the world of sports takes... No days off! No! All right, all right, we get it. Ah, it's been a while. It's been two weeks, Brooks. Haven't seen you in two weeks. Smack Talk is back. What did What did you do like the last two weeks? I was just sick the whole time. You were sick. Yeah. Right. I was gonna come. I was gonna come see you at your other work, but uh, it's been raining and I've been sick. I don't have other week other work. Smack Talk is my one and only job. We prep all week what for about, this. Did you hear the first twenty five minutes? What about the the other job we we couldn't afford the sponsorship so we can't mention i mean how much do they charge you like i I thought we were giving these away i don't i don't don't think we can give them away we need to can we pay sponsors to sponsor us we have no is that legal i mean i don't yeah, we have we, we have, have no sponsors. No sponsors, folks. For... Ad space is filling up quickly. Don't miss out. This is your chance to become a show sponsor. Seven five seven six eight seven nine four nine four. Please call seven five seven six eight seven nine four nine four. This is Sunday Smack Talk on ESPN Radio ninety four point one. Brian Benish and Alex Brooks. Brooks came in with a great um, idea for a segment today. Since we've been off for two weeks, he wanted to do a year in review. We're going to do some awards, some a year in review stuff, and I have the first award to give out. Player of the year. There's a lot of candidates out there, a lot of candidates, but my player of the year, I think it's easy. Derrick Henry. Look at all he's done this year. 34 carries, 182 yards, and a TD in one of the biggest playoff upsets of all time. So player of the year, Derrick Henry. Play of the year. I think it's easy. Logan Ryan pick six to seal one of the biggest playoff upsets of all time. Comeback player of the year. Easy. Carmelo Anthony. On Wednesday, he went back to MSG. Wait a second. Put up 26 wait, points and seven sec. rebounds. This I don't, I don't think you understand. You're in review... Like, yeah, I know it's a little early for a year in review, but no, it's it's late. I don't. What do you? You just gave me things that happened, happened the past four days. You know, we're only five days into twenty twenty. No, 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 we're supposed to review two thousand twenty nineteen. Yeah, I have my notes on twenty twenty. Yeah, but we're we're supposed what, to do, uh, we're supposed to do so nineteen. What happened in twenty? Uh Oh, crap. Uh, all right, 2019, 2019, what happened? Uh, college basketball. College basketball. Oh, um, UVA, UVA won. won, right? Yeah. And, uh, do we oh, have a clip? Yeah, we do. So I nailed right. my, my UVA pick. Yeah, play that play that clip. Tony Bennett and the Who's just lost to a 16 seed UMBC last night as the number one overall seed. And one thing must be done. You got to fire Tony Bennett and UVA. Oh, no. Oh, this no. guy can win your regular season title. But that's not what you're here for. Nobody plays for the regular season. You'll always be the redheaded stepchild of the ACC with him as your head coach. I mean, you got UNC, Duke. You're never going to get there. The team does well when uh, it doesn't matter and then crumbles uh, under pressure. Is, that's not how I remember it. Oh, no. um, let's scrap oh, that. No. Um, uh, NBA 2019, I think uh, the, Raptor, oh, the Raptors won, but yeah, I think but like Le- LeBron, LeBron we going to, to the Lakers. Lakers. And, and actually, I called it, yeah, right? You did. You did. Here's the Play clip. that clip. Here's the clip of you calling it. Yes. So earlier today, the Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> traded Kyrie Irving to the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. And folks... The message here is clear. LeBron James is a Cavalier for life. Uh-uh. And I'm ready to put my name on it. Oh, no. Early MVP candidate, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, uh, oh, oh, 
Oh boy. Um that's that's not the best one. Um didn't uh when Tiger won the Masters, didn't Robbie call it? Robbie called uh, yeah, Tiger I, winning the I, Masters. We I have that clip, did. right? Yeah, here it is. Uh here we go. The Masters is coming up next weekend. Robbie, are you gonna take Tiger Woods to win? All right, well, I've got Matt Kuchar and Phil Mickelson. Your draft is looking awful at this it point, is. Robbie. It's either gonna be really great or the worst draft in the history of this. It's gonna be the draft. worst. Yeah. All right, and then I got Jim Furyk. Oh, Robbie. Robbie, are you sure you don't want to take Tiger Jim Woods? Furyk. So I've got no. Ricky Fowler. He plays very good How links golf. You he I thought you, I thought you knew ago. golf. Why I do, do you do this golf? every time? It's Ricky Fowler. He's going to win. <laughs> he is going to win. And even if he doesn't win, he's going to oh, get no. to the top. I mean, he's going to be higher than... Uh, get out of here. Robbie, uh, who do you think will take down Woods, Kepka, and McElroy at Augusta? I don't know. I think o- 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 O'Shea could take down all of them. Uh, who? Brooks. Brooks, kill the music. I'm going to try to fill time here. You got to find some clips where we were right in 2019. We're doing our year in review. We're honoring the best in sports in 2019. Uh, we got to find something that we nailed. I thought we had all three of those. Uh, we didn't. All right, so we've talked NBA, we've talked college basketball, we talked about the Masters. I think that was the craziest, you know, scene of the year when Tiger Woods won the Masters. Let's talk about football. Wasn't there, Brooks, didn't we have something from football, like yeah. beginning of the year? Yeah, we, we actually predicted the Dolphins season. I think we nailed it. Let's here, hear it. Here it is. Give me the Dolphins to, to win this one up there. All right, so that may be the best argument Brooks has had I the kn- entire There it picks. is. I nailed is it. They beat the they've Patriots. They've already probably clinched the playoff. Okay. Unless so, did you not listen record. to the other 15 picks? So, what, so what's the records then? So what for Brooks, oh, you ended up with 0-16. Okay, oh. that sounds right. And Brooks ended up with 16-0. So what? That was perfect. Wow. Those oh. were both awful. I planned that. Oh, how, no. How did we both miss on oh. the Dolphins? They were right in between our picks. Yeah. We couldn't have been more wrong. Uh, um, I called the last game, though. That was uh, good. I mean, who cares? Uh, uh, did we got something right. Oh, what, I, got, I got this one, maybe. It's was, a golf pick. I don't uh, know. Open I, championship. Yeah. Yeah. It, did you get that one right? I don't know. Play that clip. I don't know. Let's find out. Segment. You have to listen to who Brooks picked. Take the guy that I was gonna take, so now I don't have anyone. Uh, did, give me, give me uh, Shane Lowry. Fine, give me Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry Whoa! is all right. He's a top six favorite. That sounds like I picked Shane yeah. Lowry. How, that is how are you gonna dispute garbage? That? What that is absolute what? garbage? I'm, I thought it was a pretty good pick. Your pick was garbage, not mine. I picked Shane Lowry. Hit the music again. Hit the music. We got Shane Lowry right. We had one thing right in the year of 2019. You nailed that Shane Lowry pick. How did you get that pick, Brooks? You I hit 100% of the time. How did you call that time. one? I mean, that one. Got it right, baby. I, it was easy to see. You have applause on there? Yeah, hold on. Uh, no, I Brooks, got rid of it. Oh, Brooks on Shane Lowry. I'll fill some time because Brooks nailed that Shane Lowry pick. I remember that going into the Open Championship, I'm like, this is Justin Rose. Justin Rose is going to be the guy to beat here. And then I think Robbie had some terrible take on, like, Ricky Fowler. But my guy Brooks, he had Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry! Shane Lowry for Alex! 2019, we got one thing right! Let's go! Yeah, we got That's one more thing than Rissa right. Report can say. Rissa Report got nothing in 2019. I don't they even know if they had a caller. show. They, they didn't even get a zero caller. callers in 2019? Right are you listening? 757-687-9494. Phone because lines are lighting up. Also, by the way, get your phone calls in for real because we have a giveaway next segment. Obviously, Sunday Smack Talk's blowing up. We've got two sponsorships. We have a real giveaway next segment. 
But you're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to earn the giveaway. So I'll ask you a trivia question. And honestly, it's a pretty tough question. So good luck. This is going to fill the whole segment. 757-687-9494. We have a family four-pack of tickets to the ODU women's basketball game versus Charlotte on Saturday, January 11th. Call in and answer a question. 757-687-9494. Get your calls in now. This is Sunday Smack Talk on ESPN Radio 94.1. Your Sunday fun day has only just begun. What I think we need to do is somehow merge the analytical sabermetrics approach of baseball with the Star Wars universe. It's Sunday Smack Talk with Brian Benish. If we're having a Star Wars draft, sabermetrics should tell me who to pick first. I mean, Darth Vader would seem like the obvious pick, but, you know, the analytics might tell us maybe it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't know many other characters, so... Don't press me after that. On ESPN Radio 94.1. Yoda? Yeah, I do know Yoda. ESPN Radio 94.1. Brian Benish with Alex Brooks. This is Sunday Smack Talk. Happy Sunday. We go until 10 a.m. today. The Rissa Report goes from... Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said that name. The RR goes from 10 a.m. to noon, uh, featuring my guy Shahid and A.J. Risser. I shouldn't have said their names either. Um, Anyway, we have a giveaway right now at 757-687-9494. Right now, I have a family four-pack of tickets to the ODU women's basketball game versus Charlotte on Saturday, January 11th, promoting Monarch Way Rally Week, a 10% discount offer. But... That's not how we do giveaways on Sunday Smack Talk. You're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to earn it with a trivia question. I've got a tough one. Let's go to our caller, uh, Alex in Virginia Beach. Alex, what's going on, man? How's it going? I'm ready for these tickets. I'm ready for these tickets. Let's get it. Are you, are you there? I'm here. You're going to have to answer. Wait, 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 wait. Brooks! What? Brooks, what are you doing? You blocked the it's contest. This is Mrs. Brooks. It's Cam Jordan. <laughs> All right, you're done. You're done. No. Are you kidding me? Turn your microphone I wanted, on. I wanted to go. Can I, can I go? <laughs> you're what, not what eligible. You're not eligible for these tickets. I mean, we have disclaimers that play for this. What are you doing? So I can't go? No. Well, I'll give you my trivia question because you're not going to get it. Here's my question. I'll explain my it's background Cam a little bit. Can I get my question out? Because yeah, it's not yeah, Cam on. Jordan. All okay? right, go ahead. I'm going to explain my background okay. because the listeners would love to hear this. So I left ESPN Radio uh, maybe two, three years ago. I was out in Arizona. I was working as uh, managing sports editor. Oh, okay. And one yeah, of the, Cam one of, Jordan. I was covering Arizona State, and I did a lot of the local high schools. They have some great local high school uh, football programs out there. So here's my question. One NFL player in action today, so that means he plays for either the Vikings, Saints, or Seahawks. This player was a multi-sport athlete at Chandler High School in Arizona. He starred in football and track and field, where he won the state title in the discus throw in 2007. Name that player. Cam Jordan. How do you know that? I mean, I, I, just, I can't I, give you. I can't give we, you the tickets. We prep... I, I can't give you the tickets. Why? Because you already saw that. Because you saw that okay, answer. Yeah. And? You ruined that giveaway for everyone. The phone lines were lighting up. 
What are you doing? You took me. You shouldn't have taken me. Why would I know Alex in Virginia Beach was you and you blocked the four other lines? Well, because I screened my call and it was it sounded like the person knew what they were doing. Your own call? What are you talking about? You talk to yourself? Yeah. This isn't the Brian Bennis show where it was Brian versus Brian. What are you doing? Why would you ruin that for everyone? Well, it's Monarch um, Way Rally Week. Uh, fine. Okay. 757-687-9494 if you want to I don't tickets. have another question. Well, they could just have them then. I'll just I'll, I'll look up a the fact answer. about Cam Jordan. I'll give them. <laughs> I'll look up a fact about Cam Jordan. All right. Uh, so new trivia question, the 757-687-9494 if you want these four pack of tickets. Uh, name a defensive end on the New Orleans Saints. 757-687-9494. Do they have another defensive end? Who's their other defensive end, Brooks? Is it Cam Jordan? No, no, besides Cam Jordan. Do they have two Cam Jordans? Remember when there was that white guy, that tight end named Jordan Cameron? How confusing was that? He did not go to high school. Oh, we have callers. Brooks, take a caller. Take a caller. Uh, I'll come up with a trivia question. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I'll take somebody. As soon as you have a caller, I have a four-pack of tickets to the ODU women's basketball game. Give me a name on the line, and I will take them. And Brooks is taking his sweet time. We have all the time in the world, apparently, because we've got Taylor Heineke coming up next segment. Uh, I don't think Taylor can really wait. He's got stuff to do. He's in the XFL right now with the St. Louis Battlehawks. So we'll see if Taylor's going to be there. Alex Brooks is just taking his sweet time. And this is probably the worst radio you've heard all day. I really miss uh, Steve, Ronnie, and Eileen. So we're going to take Anton. Anton, I've got a question for you. The question is, I have to think of it off the top of my head. Okay, this quarterback joins Jim Kelly and Tom Brady as one of the only three quarterbacks to play in at least three consecutive Super Bowls. Who's that quarterback? Go ahead, Anton. Oh, this is a different question. It's not Cam Jordan, obviously. It's not Cam Jordan, but I'll give it to you. All right, Anton, congratulations. Anton wins, and the answer was Bob Greasy. You clearly weren't listening a half hour ago. Brooks, you've done a terrible job today. Just go to commercial. When we seven, come back... Five. No. Seven. No. They already got the line. Six, Coming up next eight, on Sunday Smack Talk, one of ODU's all-time greats, Taylor Heineke, preps for the upcoming XFL season. Taylor is one of my oldest and closest friends. We went to ODU together. So you'll hear in his voice just how pumped he was to talk to me again. Old buds reuniting on the air. Benish and the boys are back in town. We'll talk to Heineke after the break on ESPN Radio 94.1. You're listening to Sunday Smack Talk with Brian Benish on ESPN Radio 94.1. Former Monarch, currently on the St. Louis Battlehawks of the XFL, Taylor Heineke joins us on the Collective Tattoo Hotline. The Battlehawks kick off the season on February 9th. Taylor, before we jump into ODU and the NFL and so on, what intrigued you most about this opportunity in the XFL? Um, There was just a lot of things, but I think the biggest part was just uh, maybe you know getting some playing time. You know, in the last four or five years in the NFL, um, you get you know, a quarter here, a quarter there in, in the preseason. And then, um, you know, unfortunately you kind of have to hope for, you know, an injury or two just to, you know, get into a regular season game. So, um, you know, this is a pretty cool opportunity for a lot of guys just to kind of put some film out there and, and uh, see what they can do against a lot of other good players. So 
I think that was probably the biggest thing for me. What went through your mind when you get assigned to the Battle Hawks, knowing you're going to have Ray Lowry in your backfield again? Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, I haven't seen Ray in you know several years, and um, so we just got done with mini camp, and uh, we were actually roommates at the hotel. So it was it was cool catching up and and um, seeing what seeing what he could do on the field again. It was uh, it was it was pretty cool a little reunion. Taylor Heineke is on ESPN Radio 94.1. Uh, for those who don't know, Brogan Roback, known to uh, many fans of Hard Knocks, he's also on the Battle Hawks roster. Is it going to be sort of an open competition for the starting quarterback spot here? Yeah, yeah. Um, again, we, we just got done with many camp, and about two weeks there it was, you know, Brogan and, and uh, Jordan from uh, Ole Miss. And, uh, you know, we have a great quarterback room. We all get along, help each other out. Um, a great group of guys, so uh, it's going to be a fun year. You mentioned your time in the NFL. When you look back, you had one start, you threw a TD, 58 passes overall. Would you say you've had a fair shot to succeed in the NFL thus far? Yeah. um, You know, I've had a lot lot of opportunities. You know, I had four or five years uh, in there, and, you know, I got that one start, and uh, unfortunately it didn't go the way I planned, but, um, you know, you just got to keep moving on and, and keep working hard and um, you know, again, you know, this is a great opportunity for all of us. And, um, you know, a lot of people are going to get more NFL opportunities after this season. So, um, you know, we're all just focused on winning and, um, you know, trying to get to that championship game in the XFL. Taylor, I'm guessing it's the TD pass, but what would you say was your favorite moment, I guess, of action in the NFL? Um, I would probably, you know, you probably nailed it right there that that first touchdown pass was pretty special uh the first drive uh, of the game you know going down and, and scoring it was i think it was a 15 play drive too it took about eight minutes off the clock so it was it was a long drive it was fun it ended up with a, with a pretty cool play and uh, i'll probably say that was the coolest moment one of ODU's best, Taylor Heineke, is on the Collective Tattoo Hotline. As you've mentioned, you know, you've obviously dealt with various injuries since college. I guess how disheartening is it getting injured right when you get that shot in the pros? Yeah, it was, again, it was really unfortunate. Um, but again, I you know, kept, kept playing through it and stuff like that. But, you know, when you, when you get injured, you kind of get to take a step back and look at everything from a bigger picture and make you realize certain things and, um, you know, I've just been blessed to have this opportunity to be in the league for four or five years. And, you know, you get to sit back and, and kind of, you know, reflect on everything in those four or five years. You get to, you know, start working harder. That rehab, rehab process was pretty tough. Um, the torn tricep, um, you know, thank God it wasn't my throwing arm. But, you know, you get to work hard for those four or five months and get back into it. And, uh, you know, during those, those months of rehab, you, you know, start to realize a lot of things and and uh, appreciate a lot more things that you you know were kind of blind to before so um you know i'm just trying to see the positive things throughout the throughout that whole rehab process we had your former roommate rick lovato on a few weeks ago on the show he of course gets voted into the pro bowl this week i guess just how how much fun has it been to watch his rise in the nfl here no it's awesome uh, again you know right out of college um he was kind of flipping from team to team for the first about year or two and uh, he finally found a home there in Philadelphia. He got his little contract ext- extension, and then, you know, he's won a Super Bowl. He's now in the Pro Bowl. So um, it, it's kind of cool to see, you know, his career and how it's progressed. And, um, you know, he's just getting started now. So, um, you know, it's it, it's exciting to see him and, and what he's what he's been doing. 
ESPN Radio 94.1. Taylor Heineke joins us right now. Speaking of former teammates, Zach Pascal put together another good year with the Indianapolis Colts. I guess when you talk about Pascal, what makes him such a reliable target? Um, you know, he's he's got good size, he's got good speed. Uh he's rely you know, he's just a reliable guy. He's a smart kid. Um, you know, he he knows where to be, when when to be there. Um, and he's just like one of those reliable guys. You can count on him and, and that's a big part of the NFL. Um you know, just being at the, at the right spot at the right time, and and uh, he, he's out there making plays. And uh, you know, we all knew he could do it at ODU. It was just a it was a matter of him getting that opportunity, and he's he's taken full advantage of it these last couple of years. So it's again, that's a, it's really exciting to see. Um, you know, all of his former players, players that play with him, and and even ODU Nation now uh, looking at watching them every weekend. So it's it, it's fun to watch. Big news locally, of course. I had to ask you about it. Bobby Wilder stepping down a couple weeks ago, I guess. Have you spoken with him at all recently, and what did you think of his choice to step down? Yeah, we uh, we talked, I think, in the in the days you know leading up to it. And uh, again, it's a you know un- unfortunate circumstance that you know that that uh, he was kind of put in or or what happened. But you know, um, I'm sure he's not going to find. It's not going to be hard for him to find another job here soon. I know he wants to coach still and, and everything. You know, he's he built a great program there at ODU. Um, you know, he did a lot in those 10, 11 years. And, you know, we're all, you know, happy. And, and you know, we're grateful for, for what he did for us. He gave us all a chance to play, at, you know, at college in the D1 program. So, um, you know, he's he's done a lot for us players, a lot for that program, a lot for that city. And, and uh, I'm sure it's not going to go unnoticed. To add to that point, what would you say specifically Coach Wilder meant to your own development on and off the field? Uh, a lot. Um, you know, again, he gave me the opportunity to go to college and, and play football. And uh, not just that, it was, you know, off the field. He's 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 a great mentor. Uh, he, you know, he, he mentors young boys into men. Um, you know, I if I were to go back and, tell you how much I progressed from when I was 18, 22, when I left that place, it's, it was tremendous. So, um, that, that's a, that's a testament to, to him, coach Wilder, you know, and that, that whole coaching staff. So, uh, they're going to be missed and, but I'm sure they're not going to have, you know, any, uh, any problem finding somewhere else. I had such a, a great run there for 10 years. Former Monarch Taylor Heineke joins the show. What's, I guess, what's the end game for you here? Are you looking to put together a great season, hopefully get another shot in the NFL, or at this point, are you just taking this process one day at a time? I'm just taking it one day at a time. Uh, again, you know, I'm in the XFL right now, so my full attention is on the XFL. We want to go out there and win games. Um, I think we have a pretty little good squad. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be fun. You know, it, we're all kind of getting adjusted to the new rules of the game. It's going to be different. It's going to be a lot faster. Um, so I think a lot of fans are going to enjoy watching it. But again, for us players, we're out there. We're there for a reason. We're in the XFL for a reason, whether that's um, so we're not, not getting a chance or, you know, being in the league for a while and kind of just uh, need another spot to play. Um, you know, everyone's there for, for some type of reason, but, you know, we all we all want to play, we all want to win, and uh, we all want to win that championship. So it's, it's going to be exciting. Well said. St. Louis opens the season again February 9th against Dallas. Taylor, good luck, of course, this cup, upcoming season, and thanks for joining the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. appreciate it. All right, so there goes Taylor Heineke on Sunday Smack Talk, ESPN Radio 94.1. We did tape that interview a couple days ago. He's you know, he's obviously a busy man, and so am I, so we had to do it a couple days ago. Um, Brooks.
I don't know why you edited that the way you did, but I teased coming out of this segment, like old buds reuniting, like Heineke's one of my best friends. Like I, I emailed, I texted him directly I don't, and you took out all that's, those, that's all those, why'd you cut that out? Sounded. I, I was talking to my no, boy and about our partying days and stuff. I think you're, you heard a different interview if that's what you heard. In well, I heard a different interview there. Yeah, you no, took but, everything but out. I don't know if you're remembering how the interview went correctly. If that's what you, what think. don't I remember that's, correctly that none of, yeah, the, you guys weren't like best buds. Yes, we were. It up. I went to high school with Gronk, and then Heineke no, was like just infatuated with that. He was no, like, "Who told me everything about Gronk?" Benish. It wasn't like that. And then he kind of like talked to Gronk about like, you know, tell me about Brian. Was, no, that's not that's not how that went. Remember, because he was on the Patriots practice squad. Yeah, I so remember on the Patriots like, practice. Oh my god, squad you knew Benish too. It was yeah, crazy. No, that's that's so, not that didn't happen. But you still have like the clips of where I was talking to Heineke. I mean, can I've we, got can we play those when we come back? Yeah, I mean, I've got some clips, but it's not what you're mentioning. Yeah, okay, we'll see about that. Okay. So coming up next, we play the real interview featuring me and my old pal, Taylor Heineke, plus Bill's Texans. Who you got? It's Sunday Smack Talk on ESPN Radio 94.1. Your Sunday fun day has only just begun. And boy, now we've got an absolute swarming of seagulls and the uh, players actually requesting time as we've got a massive gathering. I'd say maybe, what, maybe 200 seagulls right now? Swarming out. They were over the infield a moment ago. Now they're out over the outfield. And now they're coming back over the stands. It's Sunday Smack Talk with Brian Benish. Pick a seat. Haven't these birds learned anything from Randy Johnson years ago? It does not end well if you get in the wrong spot at the wrong time. Somebody passed the word. Now the seagulls have gone up and they're sitting up on the roof. On ESPN Radio 94.1. This is Sunday Smack Talk on ESPN Radio 94.1. Brian Benish and Alex Brooks. New year, same us. Sorry. Hit us up, 757-687-9494. That is the Collective Tattoo Hotline. Or if you text us at that same number, 757-687-9494. That is the Window World text line. And we got an important text here. It's from Chris in Virginia Beach. Chris says, what is wrong with Hightower? Uh... Chris, do you, what do you have an answer? Because I don't, I don't. Uh, where do we start? Yeah, I mean, I mean, have you met the guy? Back? So first, hopefully off, you haven't. He's bald. What? Yeah, what is that about, man? He's like twenty five and he's bald. Like, and what's wrong with him? That obviously the teams that he roots for, the NFL team that he roots for. I can't even think of the NFL team that he roots for. I just know it's a bad choice. He also um, thinks that Rissa reports a good show. Oh, so has he listened to it? I obviously I mean, hasn't listened to I it. I mean, obviously. It's all hype, no hope, as my good friend Matt Stenberg would say. So, Chris, don't have an answer for you. What is wrong with Hightower? I don't know. Many things. Maybe check us out on the podcast. I'm going to need a couple hours for that one. Um, we played an interview last segment. Me and Taylor Heineke. Nope. Taylor Heineke and I. That is grammatically correct. Um, we're good buds. We went to ODU together. Uh, we used to hang out all the time with Zach Pascal, who I affectionately called Pax Zaskal. It was really funny. Um, and for some reason, we taped an interview with Heineke a couple days ago, and Brooks cut out all the good stuff. Brooks, do you have some of that good stuff where I'm like thinking, chatting with my boy, Taylor? I mean, that's not what happened in this interview. Well, pl- play some clips, because I, I know we were like <laughs> reminiscing about oh, the old times oh, and everything. I, I, you really want me to yeah, do this? Yeah, let's go. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, here's you talking about uh, me. You asked him on me, and uh, this was his response. Remember that nerd Alex Brooks? He used to go to ODU too. Remember that loser? 
you know, he's won a Super Bowl. He's now in the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's kind of cool to see, you know, his career and how it's progressed. And, um, you know, he's just getting started now. So he, he's out there making plays. And, uh, you know, we all knew he could do it at ODU. It was just a, it was a matter of him getting that opportunity. And he's, he's taken full advantage of it these last couple of years. So, it's again, that's right. a, it's really exciting to see, you know, off the field. He's he's. He's a great mentor. You're a great mentor to Taylor Heineck. In what I, world? I didn't. I I told you to not. When when were you a mentor, I Taylor t- Heineke? I told you when we went to school together. Yeah, I hung out with him. You didn't hang out with him. I obviously did, and I I actually meant something. I lived in like a frat you. house with Heineke. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I I, I told you what? you probably didn't want to do this. Well, I've play him. my stuff where okay. I'm talking about the glory days All with right. my boy. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Benish and the boys. Wow, bro. B-Dog and Heine back together once again. Remember how many parties we used to go to together back in our college days? We call ourselves Benish and the boys, right? Um, I don't know. Taylor, don't probably the funniest 60 minutes in show history. What have you thought of today's episode thus far? Um, uh, A lot of people have the uninformed opinion that Smack Talk is only the second best show on Sundays. Would you say without a doubt the Rissa Report is better than Sunday Smack Talk? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't want to. Oh. I, I, I know it was that. a couple days ago. I don't remember that. Look, what? I tried to talk you off the ledge. Do a better job next. I mean, yeah, I, do you you want to let me embarrass myself? No, no, I'm not going to. Let's let's move. Let's, uh, let's all right, let's let's else. move on. Let's, let's move on because this is what I teased on Sunday Smack Talk, ESPN Radio ninety four point one. Um, I'm going to see if I can get my my good bud Grunkowski on the phone. Um, we'll try for that next segment. Then we can talk about you know partying at uh, you know our high school our high school days and stuff like that. This is what I teased last segment. Uh, Bills Texans. Who you got? Here's my breakdown of the game. The Texans. Their biggest weakness is pass defense. Their biggest strength is pass offense. The Bills' biggest strength is pass defense. This is absolutely the perfect matchup for the Buffalo Bills. I can see my Bills getting out to a big lead and shutting them down. Deshaun Watson can't do anything. And honestly, like, think of a scenario where he's cornered by two players. I don't know, like Saran Neal and Matt Milano. <laughs> the guy's going down every time. He's got no hope against that defense. Wait, wait. He's... Would, yes. You said no. He's got no yes, hope. Yes, you game, have a take on the game? Yeah, the game's the game's over. Yeah, but no, I, I DVR'd it because I was working yesterday, so no, I'm, you I'm about to watch it. it. But, but I mean so we're the, breaking down the game no, now. I, wanted to, I thought we were going to talk about the game and no, what we're talking about it right now. Like like the fact that the Bills and Josh no, hey, just no, talk, no, no, what, no, 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 he averaged 2.8 yards. Those needed to go to Devin Singletary. Josh Allen was also able to run over everybody. 92 yards on the ground. I think his first run was like 47 yards. He was absolutely amazing on the ground, but he wasn't able to get it done through the air. You look at what he what he was able to do. He threw the ball 46 times, and as Brian mentioned previewing the game, I guess, the Texans' offense or pass defense is not very good, and that's where Josh Allen should have been able to do well. In yardage-wise, he did, but he had no touchdowns. In fact, John Brown was the best quarterback for the team throwing to Josh Allen for a touchdown early in that game. The Texans, on the other end, Deshaun Watson 
at the second half of the game played really well. But the Texans in the first half looked absolutely terrible. And I don't think they're going to be able to get past whoever they have to play next. I just I don't see it happening because of how bad they played. I understand Buffalo's defense is very, very good. And Buffalo had a really good season and played well on the road going 6-2 and two this season on the road. But the Texans did not show me that they are a team to be taken serious. And Buffalo really didn't either in this game. I think both teams had the win and gave away the win, and that's why it ended up going to overtime. But, I I mean, Brian, your Bills lost. Are you done yet? You're done. Yeah, I'm done. Yes. Can I unplug? Yes. Okay. I'm going to unplug now. Um, Just texted my old pal Rob Gronkowski, see if he wants to come on the show. I said, hey, you want to join the show in 15 minutes? Oh, cool. He just responded. He said, who is this? Who, Who is this? Oh, that's that's uh uh we, yeah we used to we used to that's an old high school joke we'd be like who is this bro <laughs> like, it was, it's pretty cool it's when we used to go to parties together um you want to talk about Viking Saints no uh I mean, we gotta fill time uh so here's the question how important is it for Drew Brees' legacy to get another ring does he need it does he need that for his legacy does he need to be a multiple Super Bowl winner. I think he does. I think Aaron Rodgers is missing that too. I think you don't want to look at him the same way, just like a step above Dan Marino with guys like Steve Young. There's a clear divide why Steve Young isn't talked about as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all times because he didn't win more than one. I think Breeze needs another Super Bowl, and all of a sudden he catapults into maybe the top three, top four quarterbacks of all time. I think it's hard for him to do that. I just don't see that happening even with the Super Bowl win. I would say that he starts to move up there in the sense of, him and Peyton, are they mentioned in the same breath? Because Brady's not going to be mentioned in the same breath with these guys. But is Drew Brees better than Peyton Manning if he wins the Super Bowl? I think it's a, a topic we're going to talk about on First Take and Sunday Sports Talk because it's going to be a serious question. He has all the stats. He has a second ring. And he would also have no Super Bowl losses. I think we look at that as a, a big stain on Peyton Manning's resume. And we always look at the fact that Peyton Manning's had the most playoff losses of all time. It's because he was there every year. So I hate talking about that as like a stain on his resume. But I think if Drew Brees wins, all of a sudden we have a real debate about, hey, maybe he's better than Peyton Manning all time. Like that's that discussion's actually going to happen. You You disagree? I, because I mean, this I, is my show, and you better not disagree. Okay, never mind. I don't disagree. Thank you. Sean Payton, let's say he wins the Super Bowl. Dallas Cowboys next year? What do you think? No. Well, then no. I but, agree with you. Okay. It's your show. Okay, who's the favorite to win the Super Bowl? And I'm saying the 49ers. Would you agree? No, I would not. I think it's what, the Saints. What is your problem? Well, if you want to have that debate then, give me a drum roll. Let's power rank our teams. There's 10 teams left, Okay. We're going to power rank our teams, and we'll go opposite order, Brooks. We're going to go 1 to 10, and my God, can you turn that drum roll down a little bit? Opposite way, opposite way, opposite, down, good, leave it there, leave it there, leave it there. Uh, bring it up, that's that's not enough, bring it up, bring it, ah, bring it, bring it back down a little bit. Stop right there, stop it. Take your hand off. Okay, thank you very much. Let's go in the opposite order. Here's my number one team remaining in the playoffs as we rank the power, uh, as we power rank the playoff teams on Sunday Smack Talk, ESPN Radio 94.1. My number one team, as I just said, the San Francisco 49ers. Who's your number one, Alex? My number one is the New Orleans Saints. Wow. My number two, I'm going opposite way in the AFC. I think it's the Baltimore Ravens. I think they're a great team. I think they represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, but I do not think they win the Super Bowl. Who's your number two? 
My number two is also the Ravens. I think they're an elite level team, but I still think the Saints are the better one right now. My number three is Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I think we see another AFC championship berth for this team. I like them a lot. The Chiefs are my number three. What about you? My number three, I'm going the 49ers. You had them at one. I've got them at three. I think that their defense hasn't been as good as they have been the majority of the year. So it'll be interesting to see what they do in the playoffs. My number four is actually the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I've always, always believed in this team as a Super Bowl contender. There's just something that's pulling against them for some reason this season. I think it's playing that extra game. It's playing three games. So the Saints are my number four. What about you? My number four, I'm going with the Chiefs. I think Patrick Mahomes is overlooked by a lot of people because he was injured for a little bit of the season and Lamar Jackson has had that MVP caliber year. But I think the Chiefs, a threat, they're my number four. My number five is the Green Bay Packers. We've seen them falter before in the playoffs. See if we get something new. We obviously have a bye. They've got a good shot. They've only got two games to go to the Super Bowl. My number five is the Packers. I also have the Packers at number five. Good I don't pick. think they're I agree a great it. team, but they've got that bye, so I've got to respect that Packers five. At number six, I have the Seattle Seahawks. Maybe a week ago, I might have had them one or two. like this team a lot, but they're dealing with injuries. Marshawn Lynch is back. Might be a shell of himself. We'll see. But Seattle's my number six. What about you? Number six, I'm going with the Vikings, actually. I think the oh, Vikings wow. have a very good defense, and they have a, a good offense. I think it would be an elite-level offense with somebody other than Kirk Cousins. But because of that, I have to put them at six and not higher. I actually have the Vikings at seven. Again, comes down to the quarterback. What can Kirk Cousins do on the biggest stage? Can he win a playoff game? We'll find out today. That's my number seven. Number seven, I'm going with the Seahawks. Again, I think they'd be higher if they didn't deal with the injuries. I'd have them over the Packers. But dealing with all of these injuries, I'm not sure how good the defense is. I have them at seven. At number eight, I have the Bills slash Texans. We'll see who wins that game. So we'll find out who my real number eight is in about three hours when I go home. My number eight, I'm going with the Titans. They ended the Patriots dynasty. The Patriots have now not won a playoff game this decade. Titans undefeated this decade in the playoffs. That's that's something to, to write home about. My number nine is the Tennessee Titans. The Patriots have not won a playoff game this decade. Titans now undefeated in the playoffs this decade. That's my number nine team. My number nine team, close your ears. Brian, I'm going to okay. give you who it is. All right, go ahead. The Texans are my number nine team just because they won. Good. We're good. All right, last team to go. Uh, power ranking the playoff teams on Sunday. Smack Talk, ESPN Radio 94.1. To recap, I have the 49ers, Ravens, Chiefs, Saints, Packers, Seahawks, Vikings, Bills slash Texans, Titans. And the last team is, of course, uh, we got, all right, we got Vikings the and Vikings and Saints play today. And who, the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, let me go to Seahawks Twitter right now. Uh, let's see who they're playing. Oh, seven hours. Ago. One more sleep. What are they playing? Sleep apnea? Who, who, um, one more. One more sleep. Uh, give it our best. Time to shine. Seattle Seahawks. We got to power rank the last team in the playoffs. It's... Uh, Is it the Jets? Brooks. And it's not the Dolphins. Is it? Is it the Broncos? No, and the Raiders did not make it. The Chargers were not that great this year. That's It's not them. Oh, it's the Steelers. Yeah, it was the, the Steelers. Steelers. No, no, they're inactive this week. Yeah, no, oh, the Browns had a big year. Freddie Kitchens, coach of the... No. No, they lost three The Bengals didn't end. have a great year. No, the Bengals, yeah, the guy was stuck on the roof for a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Texans are playing the, the Bills and the Titans right. beat the Patriots. The Colts, the Colts, Colts didn't had make a big it. year. No, but no. they didn't make it because Andrew Luck retired. Uh, Minshew and the Jaguars? No, 
they didn't make it. The Cowboys oh, made it. it the Boys. It was Dem Boys. Hold up, hold up. Dem Boys. Yeah. Number ten Dem in my power rankings today in the playoffs. Dallas Cowboys. It's not the. No, they're not playing. Oh, they're not oh, playing. Oh, the Giants. The Giants and the Redskins didn't have a great no, year. No, no. Um, 49ers oh, had the oh, bye. It was, it was, they're playing the Rams today. Yeah, of course, divisional matchup. 9 and 7 Rams. Wow. Let me yeah, click on the Rams. Says miss playoffs. Miss playoff? Like a miss conditionality? Did they miss the, the Miss America? Uh, Cardinals. Cardinals. The Cardinals got a T. They, they no, got a tie? Yeah, uh, they got a tie. They were no good. Oh, oh. Bears, the best team they, in the league eight, last year. Yeah, eight eight Bears, yeah. They Trubisky, made, can you win the big playoff game eight, at number eight, 10? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. It was uh, uh, Stafford, Matt Patricia, coach of the year. Right, they're, they're yes, in. yes. It's the Lions. Well. Matt Stafford with the... No, he got injured. He heard his back. 3-12-1. Is oh, that a record? Is that a oh, the Falcons. The Falcons, Falcons had, yes. They had a really good end of the season. They, Matt, Matty four Ice. Four wins in a row. Matty Ice and the, the Devontae Freeman. Oh, no, I mean, no, no, no. It's, it's not the Falcons. It wasn't? It's Mr. 5,000. Jameis Winston oh, and the Tampa and Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, 30 yeah, and 30. 30 TDs and another 30 TD. Interception, interceptions. No, they lost the last uh, two. The oh, Panthers oh, were. MVP Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, it's MVP. Yes, MVP Seahawks, Panthers. Fantasy teams. Not, not not the, the NFL, NFL team. Yeah, not the NFL. L A. Who was they it? lost eight in a row. They um. Who was this team? We went through it. The Panthers, the Buccaneers, the Falcons, the Lions, the Bears, Cardinals, Rams. Who was um, this team? Cowboys, Giants, Redskins. I mean, obviously they're no good. Whoever it is, I just Jets, I, Dolphins. Who is the last? Raiders, team? Chargers, oh, Steelers, Browns, Bengals. Oh, Are you yeah. sure it's not the Steelers? You're a Steelers fan. The, you I, have a game today, yeah, right? No, there's no game. That, no, so they, we had Bills, Texans, Titans, Colts. Patriots. Vikings, Saints, the 49ers had the bye in the Packers. Jacksonville was pretty good. Jacksonville no, was... They they went, were, no, because Minshew yeah. didn't get him there. The Texans and They and have Chiefs. Nick Foles. They have Nick Foles. It's the Titans, Jaguars. Ravens, Because Nick Foles won a Super Bowl with the Jaguars a couple years ago. Oh, true. Right? Yeah. Because he caught that touchdown pass from Jalen Ramsey. But, but Foles was hurt. Foles was hurt? Yeah, so it wasn't them So this it's year. the Colts with Andrew Luck. And no, because Andrew Luck retired. No, he did not. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. We went over. Bengals had a good. AJ Green was healthy all year. Joe Mixon, best Joe. pickup in fantasy. Come on, this is killing our power rankings. How much time have we killed here? Like Who's the tenth team? I don't, I don't know. Seven five seven six eight seven nine four nine four. Who are the Seahawks playing today? Seven five seven six eight seven nine four nine four. Please. I mean, Google is no help. The Seahawks Twitter account. I mean. I mean, good God! Don't miss Jerron Reed, wired for sound from. Si who is the? Who cares, Seahawks? Tell me who you're playing. Ah, oh. ah, oh. Texas seven five seven six eight seven nine four nine four. Who's Seattle playing today? I just need to know. We got to finish our power rankings. So let's let's scrap that. We'll come back. We'll come back. All right. After the break on Sunday Smack Talk, uh, we're going to talk about something you've never heard before in sports radio. You don't want to miss it. You know what, guys? I am pumped because you know why. You know why I'm pumped? Because Sunday Sports Talk starts right now. I don't understand why you would want to miss such epic and incredible radio while you're driving around Hampton Road. Is Tom Brady truly the GOAT? Is LeBron James overrated? This is going to be radio you do not want to miss. It's Sunday Sports Talk on ESPN Radio 94.1. Welcome back to Sunday Sports Talk. I'm Brian Benish, alongside the best producer I've ever worked with, Alex Brooks. No time to waste here. I've got an opinion you've never heard before on sports radio. Officiating is a joke in general. 
I don't have any specific plays that stick out. I think every play sticks out because the NFL refs have no idea what they're doing. The NHL linesmen are blind. Umpires are useless and should be replaced by robots. Blindsmen. And NBA refs. The NFL blindsmen. Do you get it? The NFL blindsmen. I'm so sick of officiating. I'm so sick of Wait, are you are you doing this again? You're I think the, officials should be no, banned from sports you're doing the and Sunday replaced sports by robots. Talk thing again? We talked about this. We talked about this. We're not we're not doing that. That's not Why us. Why are you doing your Brooks voice right now? Not it's, it's Brian and Alex now. No, no. We're we're what? we're Sunday Smack Talk. We're not no, it's we not made, new year. We made that transition? Mm, no. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't What did what did we do last segment? I blacked out. Uh, we we power ranked the NFL teams, but we couldn't oh, God, remember good one of God, them. God, who cares? We couldn't remember one of them. So I don't. Who cares about our own power rank? Uh, do you have a clip? I don't know. Let's do something. Year in review. Yeah, remember oh, yeah, that, remember yeah. that time we broke news. Yes, we we were on the air when Andrew Luck decided to retire. Remember how we broke that news? Play that clip. There's a clear top tier in the AFC right now, but I'm here to warn you. I traveled back from Alaska to warn you. Do not, do not sleep. On the Colts. Did you forget about this team? Andrew Luck won Comeback Player of the Year in 2018. His career is just getting... Wait a second. What? Andrew Luck retired. Sure, Andrew Luck retired. Do you want me to embarrass you right now? Like, I'm going to pull out Siri. I mean, you're going to embarrass yourself, but go for it. I'm going to pull out Siri. Hey, Siri, did Andrew Luck retire? Yes, Andrew Luck is retired. Uh, start the show over. Start it over. Start it over. It's talk. time for some Sunday smack talk. There's more on commentary, sound effects. Get it. ESPN Radio 94.1. This is Sunday Smack Talk. Brooks, that's not how I remember breaking the news. Oh. That made it sound like I was a buffoon. You were. I don't recall that happening. Um, Did you fix that audio like the Heineke thing? Uh, Anyway, anyway. um, Still trying to figure out who the Seahawks play today. If you know 757-687-9494, their Twitter account is very cryptic. Uh, 22 hours ago. Always dancing. We're one day away, which doesn't help me. Um, 22 hours ago, dancing. oh, they're not playing today. The Seahawks are not playing today. 22 hours ago, business trip uh, with the plane emojis. So I guess n- no football. They've got maybe some meetings to take care uh, yeah, of. Yeah, I guess they got yeah. some business okay. to take care of. Okay, okay. so um, well, that makes sense why I couldn't think of who the other team was. Okay, it says wild card weekend ready. Maybe they're just watching the games, watching the Titans game and stuff like that. Um, all right. All right, cool. You know what? We power rank the playoff teams. Give me the drum roll again, Brooks, because we've gotten even better. <laughs> We're going to power rank the quarterbacks remaining in the playoffs right now. All 10. And uh, it's pretty cool because we're joined in studio by our guy, A.J. Risser. I'm just going to wait for him to like, actually get up and walk to the mic. I mean, good God, he's slow. A.J.'s going to be here because, of I course... I can't imagine Risser report if he's just... If he's, he's not this at the slow, mic, like, what's going on? He doesn't have his head? I mean, I'm not listening to that it show. It took a lot for me to be here. I mean, you know Andrew Luck retired? <laughs> That's crazy. Did he really? Yeah. When? Frank Reich is playing quarterback for the Colts now. That's why they didn't make the playoffs. All right, so what we're going to do with my guy, AJ, right now is power rank the quarterbacks in the playoffs. There's 10 left. 
And uh, I'll go first. I guess Brooks goes second. And then uh, Risser goes third. I'm going to go one to ten, okay? Here's my top quarterback in the playoffs right now. I don't care that he's never been there before. I don't care that he hasn't done it before. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes over anybody right now in the playoffs. So Patrick Mahomes is my number one quarterback in the playoffs. I'm really disappointed you did that because Patrick Mahomes is also my number one quarterback. AJ, who is your number one quarterback? I might surprise you guys with this, but I'm going to say Drew Brees. Okay. I'm going to say Drew Brees, and it's not even all about Drew Brees. It's just about how that offense is built and how Michael Thomas is taking over. Okay. That's a good answer. Number two, it's not Brees for me. It's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, come playoff time, is a monster. He's going to complete a Hail Mary next week. We all know that's coming. Maybe two. So Aaron Rodgers is my number two. My number two is Lamar, 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 Lamar. Lamar Jackson. He's probably going to be the MVP. He's my number two quarterback in the playoffs. I'm going to agree with Brooks. I'm going to say Lamar Jackson here. Those dink and dunk passes, they work. Even though he's not lighting it up as far as passing yards, he's getting it done with all of those tight ends on the field. So I'm going to take Lamar. I'm going to disagree with that because I'm taking Russell Wilson. Um, It looks like he's got a suitcase packed, though. Oh, it's too bad. The Seahawks aren't playing, but I would take Russell Wilson number three if they were playing. My number three, I'm going with Drew Brees. He's been sitting out there a little bit. Most accurate quarterback in the playoffs, I'm taking Drew Brees at three. I'm going to go Russell Wilson here. The The regular season that he had, uh, he looked like he was going it's to take bad that MVP. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, regular season MVP. Yeah, I'm going to take Russell Wilson. Number four, I'm actually going to go Brees here. So Brees drops all the way down to number four for me. Number four, I'm going Russell Wilson. It, it is disappointing. He's, I guess, got a bye week this week. Not sure, but one of the better quarterbacks done it all for the Seahawks. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers here. The one thing that made me skeptical of him is that game against San Francisco, I picked the Green Bay Packers as the scariest team in the NFL, and then they went up and scored eight points. So I'm a little worried about him. We are power ranking the quarterbacks remaining in the NFL playoffs right now. My number five, actually, is Lamar Jackson. I just couldn't put him above Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson, and Brees. Otherwise, I love the guy. He's my number five. Number five, I'm going Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers hasn't played as well as we used to see him, but he's still a good quarterback. Number five. I'm going to go Kirk Cousins here. If he can actually win an important game, then I'll be confident in that pick. Rissa report must be terrible. I'm going to go with a combination of uh, Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson. Again, I'm DVRing the game. I'm at 16-0 Bills. Wait, you don't know what, you don't know what happened? <laughs> this one is over. Yeah, I think we all know what happens because they got a 16-point lead. Go ahead. Give me your number uh, number six quarterback. My number six quarterback. Oh, I, got, I got my tickets to Baltimore already. My number six quarterback might be shocking. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill did not have to throw much against the Patriots, but... He did well this season. He's going to be my number six. Because Ryan Tannehill was carried by Derrick Henry, I'm not picking him there. I'm going to go Deshaun Watson, even though and Josh Allen. that yeah. game did not look pretty for them uh, whatsoever. He's not having a good game so far. Yeah, so far, yeah. Look out for Matt Milano off the edge. <laughs> this game's over. My number seven is Jimmy G. Got to see him do something in the playoffs before I believe in him. My number seven, I'm going Josh Allen slash good pick Watson I mean either do you see Allen's touchdown I was gonna say oh my I god saw Allen catch a touchdown better better receiver than a Allen little spoiler alert for you look for another one just saying <laughs> just saying watch <laughs> out for Josh oh, Allen and touchdowns. 23 nothing I'm here just, we come I'm just saying but uh yeah there's my number seven number seven for me the one quarterback that was considered a liability on his team and it wasn't Josh Allen which is surprising to me so Jimmy Sorry. G Jimmy G okay my number eight is Ryan Tannehill had a great night last night, I guess. I mean, he threw the ball 15 times. Let's see if he actually has to pass the ball against um, 
who are they? They would be playing Kansas City after the Bills win. All right, so give me Jimmy G at number eight. I, I think he needs to prove to me that he is an elite-level quarterback or can win for his team. So I've got him at eight. I'm going Ryan Tannehill here. Really didn't have to do a single thing yesterday. My number nine quarterback is Kirk Cousins. Not going to believe in this guy until he wins a playoff game. And sadly, I don't think that comes today. My number nine, Kirk Cousins. For everything you just said. Who else is left? I feel like that's all the important quarterbacks. I got Mahomes, Rodgers. Here's my own personal list for power ranking the playoff quarterbacks. I got Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson, Breeze, Jackson, Allen slash Watson, but... (laughs) Might as well just I'd like to switch Allen one of mine, right actually, because I apparently forgot one. Go ahead. I'm going to uh, put Ryan Tannehill here, and I'm going to put Patrick Mahomes above him. Okay, so Tannehill's the one we forgot. So Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson, yeah, Breeze. That's, that's right. Jackson, Allen slash Watson, Jimmy G, Tannehill, Cousins. Yeah, that's nine. That's nine. That's, that's no, not ten. We're not ten. having an odd number of teams playing. No, I don't think Did the game already so. happen? Did they play a game uh, in London this morning? No, no, I don't think they would do that in the playoffs. I thought Dallas uh, and Cleveland were playing is, in London this morning. Is that the business morning. trip Seattle has? No. Um, yeah, maybe they're going to watch who they get to play ooh, next. Ooh, ooh, the Seahawks, they're at the Alderwood Mall uh, <laughs> with the cheerleaders. That's Is that the business trip? Uh, retweet to vote B-Wags. Uh, B-Wags. B-Wags. Uh, Bobby Wagner. That's not uh, a quarterback, though. That's, that's uh, not. We're looking for the 10th quarterback. He plays... Yeah. It's, it's Richard a, Sherman. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, a, yeah. You said yeah. corner, right? Oh, Trey White. Trey White. He's playing. He's playing the Ravens next week. Look out, Lamar Jackson. Ten. So that's the the quarterback that no, we're looking for. No, wait. That's not. Who's the quarterback playing the Seahawks? Tyrod Taylor. Did he make it again? Yeah. T- no. No, it wasn't. He. No. Who is the tenth? He's playing. But Ooh. Tyrod last played against the Jaguars in the playoffs. They have Nick Foles. Oh. Remember Nick Foles won the yeah, Super Bowl with the he Jags? Did. That was Big wild. Game. I mean, that's Thank God honestly, he got the contract. Th- like he's lucky he got out of his other place because that place is terrible. And he ended up with the Jags winning a Super Bowl. But I just I don't Whatever I mean, quarterback we're thinking of, it, it, there's no way he's got less playoff wins than Tim Tebow, right? There's Right? I mean, it literally every good quarterback in the NFL has more playoff wins than Tim Tebow. If your quarterback has less wins than Tim Tebow in the playoffs, honestly, you probably lost your your starting spot to a, to a backup. Wait, what was your statement there? That every every quarterback in the playoffs has more playoff that, wins than Tim Tebow? No, every quarterback that has less today, tomorrow, tomorrow through the Monday, no, right? no, yesterday. Right. Before breakfast. Every quarterback that has less playoff wins than Tim Tebow isn't good. I agree with that. I can't think of this guy. Uh, 757-687-9494. This is Sunday Smack Talk. Tell us who the Seahawks are playing, please. You'd really help us out of the jam. My computer doesn't work. I have no idea what the Seahawks are doing. They're on a business trip at the Alderwood Mall. I mean, who cares? Just let me know who they're playing. 757-687-9494. We'll come back next. With some more amazing picks from 2019 on Sunday Smack Talk, ESPN Radio 94.1. You've waited all week for this? It's so difficult to replace a legend. It's time for some Sunday Smack Talk. Brett Favre, Peyton Manning. It's Brian Benish. And me. On ESPN Radio 94.1. ESPN Radio 94.1. This is Sunday Smack Talk. Brian Benish and Alex Brooks. I know Violet has a yoga class and it's got to be quick. So Violet wants to tell us... Which quarterback is playing the Seahawks today? Violet, go ahead. Thanks for listening. Carson Wentz, and I'm like literally walking into the yoga studio. Go Eagles. All right, have fun. Make sure you're listening to Sunday Smack Talk in that yoga class. Really appreciate it, Violet. Um, 
Also, I know this is Sunday smack talk and not sports talk again, but we don't need prank calls like that. We know the, the Eagles are not playing today. There's no way. This is stupid. That terrible Why did you team? let her through? I mean, because I don't was, like prank was, callers. We had that prank caller for your bet. Yeah, that's true. We know the Eagles yeah. went there's four no, and twelve this yeah, year. There's no way the Eagles made the playoffs. Look at their Ooh, team. business trip Absolute, against the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, strictly right. business. After a joke, <laughs> more like leisure time. Yeah, you're gonna play the Eagles. The Eagles. That's yeah, why year, Russell Wilson is scratched. Year, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta rest him up. He's not playing these meaningless next games. Next, you're gonna tell me that the Eagles are the home team in this too. That they, they're, they're that good that they can get a home in the first, get out of here. I don't think there's a sadder franchise in the NFL that hasn't won a Super Bowl than the Philadelphia Eagles. And my God, that fan base. I know a couple people that are Eagles fans. Uh, my guy Shahid, uh, Thomas, Matt Stenberg, and Hightower, all just. <laughs> the worst people I've ever met. I mean, my God, I can't imagine being in a room with all those guys. Anyway, have fun watching your Eagles today. All right, we've got a loaded NFL Sunday for you. The RR starts in one minute, followed by Minnesota at New Orleans, then Seahawks business trip for Alex Brooks. And I'm Brian Pettish. This was Sunday Sports Talk on ESPN Radio 94.1. Okay, great. Thanks a lot for that look in the sports. I already Brian. ended the show. What are you doing? We have a sounder that ends the show, correct? On Google, it says the Seahawks are playing the Eagles. At they, the Eagles. They are. No way they How win, right? They don't, they don't, I went to the wrong Twitter account. They don't win that's that a Seattle game. Sounders. Seattle. That's, that's, uh, that's, oh. that's a soccer team. Oh. <laughs> uh, so Violet was right, though. Yeah, it, That wasn't a prank Enjoy call. your yoga class. That wasn't, Have fun. That wasn't a prank. Thanks for the call, Violet.